This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome everyone to Hans Shot First. I'm Jeff. Joining me as usual are Scott and Alex. Say hello, gentlemen. Hey. Hello. And that's it today. Back to the original Trinity. The awesome three. <laughs> the unholy Trinity. <laughs> unholy. <laughs> so today we're going to be talking about Blade Runner. Scott, take it away. Well, he's guilty, right? hey <laughs> Timely. <laughs> Timely humor. Uh, uh. So... All, all-time sci-fi classic. Uh, if, if I were to make a list of top ten uh, sci-fi movies, this would be in the top five. Uh, let's let's delve into to that real quick. Uh, let's get this out of the way now. Full disclosure, uh, I think this movie's fantastic. Alex likes it. Jeff, how do you feel about Blade Runner? I don't like it. I think everyone says they like it, and then you ask them why, and they go, oh, I don't know. And then they just kind of... It's like a trendy movie to like. I have reasons. reasons. <laughs> I took a survey today at work. How many people? <laughs> Three? About, no, about five to six people. So it's a okay. small sample size. Okay. Just round up ten. That's good. Everybody except one. So one person said, loves it, watched it eight months ago, still hits in his top five sci-fi movie. Everybody else said, yeah, I like it. And I'm like, why? Well, uh... It looks cool. Um, when was the last time you watched it? I don't know. I always fall asleep whenever I watch it again. <laughs> Every single person said that. And that's how I feel. Like, Don't you fall asleep watching Star Wars? No, I never fall asleep watching Star Wars. Yeah, right. Um, I don't. It visually is awesome, especially the beginning. I cannot deny that visually it's awesome. I just find it extremely boring. And, that's, and I just think it's like this trendy... Everyone loves it because it's... I don't know. It has this thing. You see Blade Runner, everyone goes, ooh. And then you ask them what they like about it. And they're like, eh. Got Harrison Ford. Flying cars. If it, if it, if it bored you, I mean, it, just, it bored you, but it, give the benefit of the doubt to these people that enjoyed it. <laughs> you don't no, manufacture it. Like... No, but... Th- so, out of the six, five or six people, only one person said they actually like After I asked them, like, what do you like about it? They go, yeah, I guess I really don't like it. <laughs> You know what? You're right, Jeff. I hate this movie. <laughs> no, they didn't say they didn't hate it. They're like me. No, I'm not. I'm not gonna say they hated it. They just they kind of had that same reaction. Where like you you instantly say yes, I like Blade Runner, and then you ask why, and then they can't come up with the reason. They say, well, you know, last time I watched it, I fell asleep. <laughs> just saying. That's my research. But there was one guy who, like I said, he was hardcore. He liked it. And so you have at least one. So I, I feel like either you absolutely love it or you can't stay awake long enough to watch it. And there you go. Out of my sample size of five or six. <laughs> That's a good pretty sample sh- size. Pretty sure all- you can take that to court. But they were all nerds, I'm sure. So. Nerds. No, nerds. nerds don't work in the computer industry. That's bullshit. <laughs> Mm-mm. This, that's the old school Oh, ex-football players reliving the days of glory. <laughs> so, so as Jeff said, uh, the beginning is fantastic. Uh, the just, just from beginning to end, my probably my favorite thing about the entire movie is the set design. Uh, I, I don't know how many movies I would have glowing things to say about that. Uh, just, just the models, the flyover of the city, um, and and when I when I talk about this movie, I'm talking about the. The Ultimate Edition or the Director's Cut? I forget which one, but the most recent one on uh, Blu-ray. Championship Edition. Yeah, Championship Edition. <laughs> Turbo Edition. Like Championship yeah. Edition Turbo. And, and this, yeah, Blade Runner does have a history of many versions. Uh, it's probably up there with Star Wars as far as all the different, uh, the double dipping, the triple dipping you'd have to do if you really enjoyed it. Uh, mm-hmm. Star Wars only has two. Yeah, the, right. the, the, ori- the original 1977, you know, 81 and 83 release, and the THX remastered version on VHS. That's it. <laughs> There's no other ones after that? Nope. You're sure about that? I There's no difference between the remastered sure. and those. 
Anyway, yeah, sorry. But but at any rate, yeah, there 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 are several versions of this out there. There's even an international version floating around somewhere. Uh, so the mileage does definitely vary on which one you saw the first time, uh, and I, I wholly recommend the. Uh, the latest version on, on the Blu-ray. Um, it, como, it cuts como, out a lot of the fat. Como está seguro que es un replicante. Porque le di una prueba. The international version. That's right. <laughs> a, little, a little snippet from the international version. There you go. Does Edward James almost still sound the same in that one? Oh, sí, sí, yeah. <laughs> sí, mi amigo, sí. <laughs> Tienes que agarrar esos uh, Nexus Aces, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, I, Edward little, James almost pissed my pants. Yeah, little little Classic. Si- side side yep. bit, uh, and Jeff Jeff can back me up on this one. Uh, at oh. the EMP Museum in Seattle, they have a spinner hanging from the ceiling when you walk in. Oh, is she hot? <laughs> uh, damn it, Alex! What? Uh, spinner. <laughs> hey, spinner. Why did you say damn it, Alex? I said it. He, well, he, he encouraged He laughed. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same reason I get mad at Brian when Alex says something stupid. Uh, <laughs> anyways, uh, going, going back to the, uh, the design of the movie, I feel like it was a seminal movie as far as that kind of uh, production value, especially with the sci-fi movies. This is, this is around the same time as Star Wars and, and Dune, uh, the first and second Star Treks. Uh, so, it, there was a great class of sci-fi movies. Uh, Alright, Scott, since you mentioned the first Star Trek, this is where my list... I have a list related to this. You mind if I break in here with a crossover moment? Whoa! So, speaking of boring movies, sci-fi <laughs> movies, I made a list of boring sci-fi movies. <laughs> and I'm just going to throw a few out there. You guys can add to them, degree or disagree. Is, it, so, is, this, is this of any rank, or are they just... No, these are just ones that I thought of. Okay, okay. Sci-fi movies that some people think are good. Actually, most of these people agree. Well, we'll, we'll go. Star Trek, the motion picture, you just mentioned it. Holy crap, what a boring movie. Agreed. They, I, I appreciate that they were trying something different there. They were, they were trying to follow that whole 2001 yeah. vibe. Uh, and <laughs> didn't quite work out. But I am VJ. Number two, 2001, A Space Odyssey. <laughs> well, Jeff, I can appreciate you... it. I can appreciate it for the film it was during its time. It's groundbreaking and all that stuff. But, uh, yeah, it's unwatchable, especially the last 30, 40 minutes for me. So, and so actually almost the entire movie. So it's boring, but would you say you liked it? Yeah, I like the monkeys at the beginning. <laughs> Easy to please. <laughs> If last um, 20 minutes of the monkeys on roller skates. <laughs> no, when became it, president. Yeah. I'll admit the last 30 minutes is beyond me. I have no idea what's going on. That's just me being. <laughs> apparently, I need to touch the all spark in order to understand the last minutes of the movie. <laughs> you need to touch. You've got the touch. You've got the power. They get the chorus in the background. Man, there, yeah. You can definitely say that uh, Transformers the movie is not a boring sci-fi movie. Which Transformers? Uh, the only one, the animated version from okay. in the eighties. The one with Orson Welles as a planet. <laughs> Hell yeah! And he also voiced it. Heyo! <laughs> Whoa! Very nice. Timely references. Shot first. Orson Welles jokes. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, so, 2001's on your boring sci-fi list. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And then one that really doesn't belong here, but it is extremely boring. This is the most sad I've ever been watching a movie, is Solaris. Oh, my God. That name. I know. Oh, I guess it wasn't was. supposed to be awesome. I don't think I saw but... that one. That's, that's Clooney and... Some bitch. I don't know. Yeah, I saw I don't that think that was her name. <laughs> I only... I only... I only like that movie is because it was <laughs> over at the old Cynodome and I was getting blown while watching it. Yeah, that would be the only way this movie could be good. And that, even that would only make it like a C-. Yep. That's how bad this movie is. <laughs> it's like, oh, Clooney, what are you doing? No, no, baby, you're good. <laughs> it's terrible. That's, that's my list. Those are the three I came up with really quickly. Um, okay. Uh, all boring. boring. Let's see, boring 
boring sci-fi movie. Uh, hmm. Junior, Junior at work. She's 26 years old. We made her watch Star Wars, and she thought that 2001 A Space Odyssey was more entertaining than Star Wars. Yeah, I'm we, sure. Was... We almost killed her. <laughs> no, I know as I made this list, like, people younger are going to think Star Wars is boring, and that's fine. Just, it's just from my point of view. From my point, point of view? <laughs> from my point of view. <laughs> Star Wars is good. Uh, I'm trying to think of one I thought was really boring. Uh, I got one. This goddamn Contact. What a piece of shit. Oh, it wasn't a piece of shit. <laughs> it was a piece of shit. <laughs> all right, all okay. right, all right. You talk to your dad, huh? So, Alex, to go with that, the one guy in our office who loves Blade Runner also loves Contact. Oh, so that's Jesus showing you where H. this guy's coming from. I'm just saying. He said it was one of the best sci-fi movies he's seen also. So just kind of let you know how bad Blade yeah, Runner is, Scott. Just letting no you know way. that right there. Okay. No, those two movies are worlds apart. I think so too. I think Contact's way better. <laughs> God, Jesus. And I hate Contact, so there you go. Jake Busey, though. Jake contact Busey. is for me. Everybody's doing Contact. All right. Uh, yeah, first, first Star Trek, uh, Dune. Jesus, that was boring. Uh, I've never seen I'll it. With, I'll go with Dune. You hate David I, Lynch, don't you? I do hate David Lynch. Uh, that was probably my favorite David Lynch movie, too. So, <laughs> just tossing that out there. What about you, Alex? Any more uh, boring? Uh, boring. There was one called, I think it was called, like, Final Contact. Or Final Something <laughs> or Other. And it was just a guy in a white room talking for, like, two solid hours. It was, like, this whole psychological trip thing that it was supposed to be. My dad rented it because the cover looked cool. <laughs> it had Ava songs. We, we watched it, and it was awful. And my dad's like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> he apologized for renting that movie. <laughs> never, never judge a book by its cover, Alex. I didn't. Dad did. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so so back to Blade Runner. Uh, still guilty. <laughs> still still good movie, I, uh, no matter what Jeff says. <laughs> Um, so, so in the version that I watch, they, they, they cut out a lot of the, the, the really bad narration that Harrison Ford's giving. Uh, they trim a lot of the fat out of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, the pacing's much better. Uh, you, you get Harrison Ford, I, I feel like, his A-game. It's kind of a different role for him. Uh, you know, a little less smirky, a little less uh, cocky, just, just kind of a... Um, he's not really a down-as-luck detective, but he's close to it in what, you know, what what would be the equivalent to that in a dystopian future Los Angeles. See, Jeff, maybe that's why you hate it. You saw the wrong version. <laughs> um, no, I, I, stop saying I hate it. I don't hate it. I just don't think it's this grand, like, I don't put it in my top ten of sci-fi movies. Sorry you hate it, Jeff. <laughs> you, you get great performance out of him. Uh... You get a super weird performance out of Edward James Olmos. Uh, get Rugger Howard chewing on some scenery. Uh, that that final scene uh, with him doesn't he live off of scenery? <laughs> yes, he does. Uh, he went on to become a hobo with a shotgun. Didn't you get the, the memo? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and he needs. He's like uh, one of those dinosaurs from Jurassic Park last week. He needs scenery to. Get his, get his whatever, yeah, yeah, to get that missing enzyme that he can't produce. Um, and then he eats a lawyer. Yeah. And then I just like the whole concept. The, the yeah, replicants in the, the off he has, world. And, he has to hunt them down because they just want to be human, pretty much. They want What's to wrong off, with that? They want to go, because they're not human, they're robots. They're androids. So. But why, why can't they be humans? You can't. That's the whole movie. You can't have that. And have androids yeah, exactly. running around. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember them ever really going into why the replicants. Well, obviously they're dangerous. Mm-hmm. But other than that, like, what makes them so much more dangerous than the general population? They never really go into that. Just that I think it's just because they di- they're androids that disobeyed orders and they want to be 
they they want to essentially move well, up in their cast. Well, well, there definitely is. They definitely are making uh, an example out of them. But yeah. past that, um, it's kind of odd that there would be this official government sanctioned post the the Blade Runners. Uh, yeah, apparently, uh, L.A. in the future turned into Russia, and you can't progress in society. <laughs> it was more sorry, not Russia, Soviet Union, China. It was more China, and it was That's like true. a U.S. Sino, whatever. But the it was kind. Of, it was kind of definitely a hodgepodge of cultures in Los Angeles, and even even on the streets, it looked fantastic. Again, going back to the sets, mm-hmm. um, going around, I. I really like just him sitting down at the diner and having the ramen. Like that that that's was a really cool scene for me just because it, it just sets the whole the world the whole world up that all these different people are out there and you know he's getting ramen uh, which I, I I don't know about 80s Los Angeles like how, how big of a thing ramen was across the US. Uh, so, it wasn't as big as cocaine, I'll tell you that. Yeah. Nowhere near as big. So in the future, everyone's living like a, co- a college diet and pretty <laughs> much <laughs> you can't afford it. Yeah. Um, I mean, his apartment's really cool with the, the all the antiques um, and the piano. What's uh, what's your face? Uh, who's the female lead? Sally Struthers. Close. <laughs> you have no idea. I forget. I just know she's super. Uh, Sean Sean Young. Yeah, that's right. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, and she turns into great performance as the, as you find out, uh, spoilers, uh, you find out as the replicant. Uh, you get you get the great Brian James mixed in, of Tango and Cash fame. Cash, Tango, Tango, Cash. Ah. Along with Lopan himself. Yep. James Hong. James Hong. Yep. Uh, and you go through, uh, there, there's some debate um, that's interesting about what, what really happens at the end of the movie, whether Deckard, uh, Harrison Ford's character, is a replicant or not. Um, Jeff obviously doesn't like the movie enough to care. Uh, I, I don't know if Alex has ever thought about it. Um, for for anybody listening in that actually has uh, thought about it, um, I, I would tend to think that he's definitely not a replicant because it kind of throws away the entire uh, theme of the movie of redemption. Uh, Harrison Ford gets back his humanity by killing the replicants, uh, by saving one at the end. I agree with that, but just don't listen to what Ridley Scott has to say. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, he's, he's, he's come out, he's he's come out shit. both ways. Yeah, he's come out both ways on that. He hired Tangerine Dream for Pete's sake. Yeah, and then one of uh, Daryl Hannah's best roles, I guess. I don't know, <laughs> Splash. Uh, <laughs> Splash, Kill Bill. Uh, uh, let me say yeah. So yeah, I just uh, like like Jeff said earlier, um, some or to to the opposite of what Jeff said earlier. I, there's a lot <laughs> to like about this movie uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. between the acting that I even like the soundtrack, the the pseudo synth uh, going on. Thought that was really good. Pseudo synth playing Coachella, and yeah, and it works out uh, much better in the in the cut that I saw. Um, so yeah, that's. Just a, a brief rundown of all the things I liked about the movie. So yeah, the pacing's good. It starts off as kind of a, a mystery, and you, you just got to find the replicants. Uh, right off the bat, you see Brian James waste a dude. Mm-hmm. Reluctant Decker, Decker gets called in and moves on from there. Uh, some tense moments. Um, you get get the super weird uh, guy that has the old man disease. I don't know. What, I forget what it's oh, called. Yeah. And he's got all the, the super weird uh, android puppet things walking around his apartment. Mm-hmm. That, uh, was, that was pretty creepy. That freaked me out. And Daryl Hannah in that makeup, dude, that was cool. A, that was again an awesome, awesome set piece. With the way the lights coming in through the windows or the boarding mm-hmm. windows, and the waters coming down through the stairwell. And, uh, Wait, that old abandoned warehouse? Is that you're talking yeah, about, or no? Well, it wasn't. It was like like a whole row of apartments, basically, on mm-hmm. top of this, like a derelict building. See, that's to me, so I can just tell you, is what I remember from this movie is I love the beginning, when they're in the city and everything, and like you said, eating ramen, chasing down that first replicant, shooting them through the glass or whatever. I like that. I really do like that part. Then once it gets to the Rucker-Hauer, Daryl Hannah, she's, I don't, I just, I can't even remember because I always fall asleep. They're in some old building, and it gets really boring, and visually it doesn't look that good anymore for me. So that's just where I'm coming from. Why I I 
downgrade it. It's not that good. The end, but I don't know what's the end. It's like the middle to the end, right? Is that all takes place in that building? It's it's like the last uh, quarter the climax. Of the yeah. yeah, when he's actually fighting the replicants. Yeah, as, as the chase um, at the end there. <clears throat> mm-hmm. um, but yeah, after he guns down the the first replicant, who incidentally is Dolores from Roger Rabbit, who framed Roger Rabbit. Oh, nice. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 So there you go. Is that a um, in your pocket, Eddie? Or are you happy to see me? <laughs> it was a rocket. Yeah, you have the great uh, climax at the end. You get a very vulnerable Harrison Ford. I, I kind of like every once in a while when the hero basically is just at the mercy of whoever the villain is. It's just, it's just part of the story or circumstance that gets him out of it. It's nothing that he really does. Although in this case, I suppose he, he fended him off long enough for him to get bored or tired or whatever. I'm not sure. I think his uh, preset kill limit was reached. Yeah, that's possible. By the way, Rudger Howard wearing some awesome bicycle shorts at the end of that movie. They are I don't good. remember. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's wearing nothing but, yeah, like bicycle-type shorts and everything. He made him popular. <laughs> there was a boom in sales after that movie. Scientifically proven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but so, yeah, he shuts down for one reason or another. Well, he decides. Yeah, you have to watch it again to really. It, it can go a few ways with that. It doesn't uh, Decker? He asked Edward James Olmos how much time what's her face has because she could like shut down like that whenever, pretty much. Well, she was like a a prototype or something. I forget. Uh, yeah, I think she was. Then she has no memory of it actually being a replicant. She has a history and she thinks that she's human. Yeah, spoilers. Uh, what? Yeah, so yeah, and then like like I said before, it was a seminal movie. You, you can see bits and pieces of this movie in lots of different sci-fi that came after this. Um, we one of our favorites, the Fifth Element. Um, the whole cityscape is very reminiscent with the flying cars and everything, yep. the spinners. Uh, that's it's very much uh, hot spinners. In, uh, hot spinners. <laughs> yeah, in the uh, in the spirit of Blade Runner. <clears throat> I will say in the beginning of the second prequel was the Clone Wars, when you get to see the Coruscant and everything. I did like that part, minus shit that Anakin and Obi Wan are doing, the cityscape <laughs> and everything. That reminded me of minus all the Blade. acting going on. Yeah, <laughs> seriously, no. Get rid of the car chase sticks. and everything, but just the backdrop and the whole cityscape that did remind me of Blade Runner, and I really did enjoy that. I was like, "Oh, this reminds me of Blade Runner. This is cool. This is how Star Wars should be in the inner cities and stuff." So, and then you wanted to buy some death sticks. <laughs> then what was his name? Boblo Jablonski. No, what was his name? <laughs> Bobo Jablonski. It was Elon Sleesbagano. Yeah, Sleesbagano. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I still don't believe you guys. That is no, his it's name. True. No, it I, is refuse, his name. I refuse to believe that a character in a movie was named that. Mouse from the Matrix. Is and they played it straight. As Elon Sleesbagano. Nope. <laughs> it's, it's scientifically been proven. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we talked about the actors. We'll talk a little bit about Ridley Scott. He <sighs> used to be awesome. He's, he's made some fantastic movies. He's kind of hit and miss <laughs> with some of his stuff. Um, I think he's at his best with just kind of the, again, the, the setting and the mood and... Uh, that if you look at Alien, um, which is uh, if, if if I again made a sci-fi top ten, Alien would be in there. Although it straddles genres um, with horror as well. But yeah, like the set design there, the, the Nostromo, um, is, it's amazing. This Legend, uh, I do yeah. love Legend. Yeah, some even though it's impossible to watch now, it's <laughs> uh, you know still some some great um, set design going on there. Uh, me. And even some of the movies that, that require less on the, the fantastical, um, he still manages to create um, memorable settings. Black Rain, Gladiator. Are you not so, entertained? Yeah, that, again, that was my favorite part of Gladiator was the set pieces. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and just to get controversial on my own, I don't know, this is probably not as controversial as Blade Runner. I'm not a big fan of Gladiator. I am it's a big fan of Gladiator. I like Gladiator. Me too. Scott's a Hollywood hipster. I, I've decided this after listening to a bunch of episodes. Oh, oh, you're the one that says you don't like Blade Runner, and I'm the hipster. Yeah, it's hipster to like Blade Runner. Blade Runner wasn't a big success, therefore that's why you like it. 
Oh, in your <laughs> it's face, not true. It's not true. But you don't wear tight pants, but you do have ironic facial hair, kind of. So I don't know where to put you. You're like I, a hybrid. I have, so. I have lazy facial hair. <laughs> yeah, and he, he doesn't comb his hair all perfect on top, so. Yeah, he's in, he's, Scott's in a weird territory here. We'll have to come up with a name for it. <laughs> he's like a, I don't know, a derivative of the hipsters today. He's some kind of new hipster. The daywalker. <laughs> yeah, he's the blade of hipsters. <laughs> he doesn't like IPAs. I don't like IPAs. <laughs> I know, so you're a good kind. You're like you're borderline. <laughs> I'm one of the good ones. I'm one of the good ones. <laughs> Hipster light. Uh, you know, then Prometheus. Uh, again, amazing set design, and not so good of a movie. I think we can all agree that Prometheus wasn't that great. I can agree that it's fucking terrible. There you go. I haven't seen it, but I haven't good, heard good things. Well, it's not as good as G.I. Jane or Robin Hood or... Uh, uh, Robin Hood is a stinker, for sure. It's too bad, too, because it had an awesome cast. Are you not entertained, Prince John? <laughs> <laughs> what else did he do? He did another big sci-fi movie, right? I can't think of it. Uh, uh, Alien? Noah? Blade Runner? Noah. <laughs> God, he, he did not do Noah. He didn't? Yeah, he did. No, no yeah. he didn't. He did no, not he didn't. do Noah. Okay. Well, he didn't direct it anyways. I don't know if he was involved in some other way. Okay. Oh, okay. Sorry. What the hell? There's another big sci-fi movie. It's a huge one. What are we? It's awesome, too. What are we missing here? Uh, alien. Well, we already said Alien. Oh. Prometheus. <laughs> All right, continue on. I'll look it up. Yeah. Move along. Move along. Move along. Move along. Move along. So yeah, that's that's about all I really want to point out uh, as far as favorite scenes. Um, just in any of the scenes with uh, Edward James almost in it, he's just so weird. He's got like the weird weird contacts, and he's got the the basically what is, what is effectively gutter speak. It's like a combination of English, Spanish, Chinese, a couple other languages uh, that, that the people on the streets now speak in the futuristic Los Angeles. Hey, Decker, mira. There you go. Gotta get these. Uh... <clears throat> Replicantes, okay. <laughs> and he's got the he does the weird origami and just just an interesting character. Mm-hmm. Uh, not a lot of screen time, but he makes the most of it. Uh, I love there. There's video out there of uh, Edward James almost, and he was on a panel for Battlestar Galactica, and then he started going, "Well, it's interesting." And he's talking about Battlestar Galactica. And he's like, "It's interesting how these replicants are. You know, we don't know whether they're replicants or not." <laughs> and they're like, <laughs> people would, like raise their hands, like, "Uh." His co-stars are like, replicants? Or like, oh, Cylons, sorry. <laughs> Wait, what? What was this? This was like years ago when Battlestar Galactica was like almost in its last season. Oh. And he was on a panel at Comic-Con. <laughs> so say we all. So say we all. I love Battlestar Galactica. It's awesome. I'm going to pick that as a topic one of these days. Sorry, the movie I was thinking of, which is definitely not sci-fi, was Black Hawk Down. It was another okay. movie that I love. I love this movie, was, but it's, yeah, it's not sci-fi. There's no way we have helicopters that advanced. <laughs> sci-fi. Sure you, sure you were thinking of Legend, Jeff? You already mentioned Legend. I, okay, okay. I've only seen that once, and eh, I wasn't impressed. It's like that. I, I like any time Deckard's back in his apartment... Uh, again, just kind of a different role for for Harrison Ford. Just not out out and out hero or the the underdog or whatever you want to want to call it. Although he technically is the underdog at the end. Um, but he's got that computer machine that uh, yeah. analyzes Enhance. photos really good. Enhance that enhance quadrant six eight four a. That scene is painful to watch now. I will admit <laughs> they're, they're enhancing the photographs. And the thing kind of goes around <laughs> the corner on the picture. Yeah, it's, it, it does magical things. It does. Sci-fi is his magics. <laughs> Movies is magic. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I like when he visits the head of Tyrell Corporation for the first time. Um, and they fly in over that, that awesome... I guess it would be a ziggurat? Uh, it's a tesseract. The, the flames coming off, and the guy's basically like the emperor, just living above this this sprawling, massive, uh, unkempt city. Uh, so, so yeah, it was just a lot of a lot of scenes. 
backed up again by the set pieces that, that just kind of capture my imagination. Oh, and I said I agree with you guys on that. Visually, it is awesome as far as everything he did there. I just think it's a boring movie. But visually, I agree with everything you said. It is awesome, and I do still think of it as that a visual masterpiece, I guess, but a plot boring snooze fest. <laughs> there you have it, folks. Here to hear first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and this is yet another in a long <laughs> line of uh, Philip K. Dick adaptations. Uh, originally of Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep uh, novella. Telenovela? Uh, yeah. A lo- oh, si. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of uh, Philip K. Dick rolling around in Hollywood. Uh, Total Recall. And- yeah. Total Recall. 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 Uh, <laughs> I read the original... Hey, check. <laughs> I read the original short story for uh, Total Recall, which uh, will remember, we'll remember it for you wholesale. <laughs> it's... It is not good. <laughs> it, it's it's one of those things that he wrote while he was, you know, just a starving writer, and he was writing just stuff for sci-fi magazines back in the 50s. So I can understand, you know, why, you know, just rushed to get this out. And it had some interesting ideas, especially the ones about, you know, implanting memories. But that's about all it has in common with um, with the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Isn't uh, Minority Report related to that, too? Yep. It's another Philip K. Dick movie. I know it's from or, him, but aren't they supposed to be kind of related or something, or no? That, I think that might have just... They, it might have been during the same time. But in Hollywood, they try to make the um, the mutants from Mars, the ones that were kind of a little bit clairvoyant because of the radiation, they, yeah. tried, to, they tried to make them the um, psychics from Minority Report. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Uh, mm-hmm. Anything else, so, Scott? Uh, yeah, that's, that's about all I really want to point out. I don't know if Alex has anything else he wants to, wants to add. Uh, there's a movie that borrowed heavily from Blade Runner that sucked ass. Highlander 2. Ugh. <laughs> can we add that to can we add that to your boring list, Jeff? <laughs> I've never seen it, so I can't add it to I'll just add it to this terrible <laughs> piece of shit sci-fi movie. Freaking <laughs> terrible, man. So I've heard that, like, I've actually never seen any of the Highlander movies, even the first one, I know, which is a sin, and I have to watch it, but people one, say one that... One Academy Award for the greatest movie ever. <laughs> yeah, it did. <laughs> that uh, the sequels are so bad, it makes you hate the first one. That's what I've heard of the Highlander sequels uh, and TV no. show. And... That's, that's not an unfair statement. <laughs> it's understandable. The second yes, one is but... just such a sting. It's got, it's got Michael Ironside as the villain, too, and they waste him. Mm-hmm. They wasted Ironside. They don't waste him like in Total Recall. He's just a wasted talent. Yeah, that's that's what I mean. <laughs> they don't they don't see him at the party. No, they do not see him at the party, Richter. <laughs> after after he gets disarmed. <laughs> Whoa! Hey, oh, <laughs> like what you did there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. So yeah, <laughs> Highlander two. Don't watch it. The the first Highlander is kind of a rough watch now. After after we've seen so many great movies where people fight each other with swords <laughs> yeah <laughs> since then the, the choreography uh, is like i love like just light years beyond like even even the newer star wars uh the lord of the rings that's like six movies right there that has superior Jeez. much superior sword fighting even the obi-wan vader fight in star wars <laughs> going over to empire oh my gosh this may be me being an old coot but uh you old coot <laughs> the prequel Star Wars sword fighting, sword fighting is pretty terrible. Like the Phantom Menace one's fun, yeah. The other ones yeah, are bad. They decided to make that flippy, like very light. It's like they're fighting each other with antennas. That uh, and just I couldn't stand the last, the one that's supposed to be the best with Anakin and Obi Wan is by far the worst in my nah, opinion. Yeah, yeah. It, it it's, goes on for so long. It's like they, yeah. I mean, it's, as other people have pointed out, much better than us. They they're like going back and forth between different things, and they cut back and like fight for five minutes, and they, then something yeah. else happens somewhere else, and they come back and they're fighting somewhere else. Like Jesus, and they're surfing on robots and lava, yeah. like just fight. And there's that one scene where they're just twirling their lightsabers in front of each other for a while. Like what's then, going on? Yeah, it's yeah, turned into a rave. And then the worst line in the entire. Uh, <laughs> Is, Don't is try getting... it, Anakin. No, that's the second worst. I have the high ground. <laughs> no, the worst is... <laughs> Misa Boomba. 
from my point of view, the Jedi are evil. <laughs> Thanks for explaining that, Anakin. That for, whole for all those people watching at home that didn't understand that you'd gone to the dark side. <laughs> what yeah. about I believe in democracy? Democracy, yeah. And, no. And, <laughs> and, and I, I don't know. Lucas must not have been on the set that day because. Uh, Ewan McGregor actually shows some emotion there <laughs> at the end. Yeah, <laughs> that that's like one of the few scenes. I mean, the whole trilogy, we, we're, it doesn't just seem completely ridiculous. With the you know he says you were my brother, like you were supposed to be the chosen one, and you actually believe what he, that he believes what he's saying. Yep. As opposed to, I it's all because yell. of that forbidden kiss I should have never given you. <laughs> yeah, I've been dying a little bit inside each day since you. <laughs> I hate sand. It gets everywhere. <laughs> God. It's like, well, except, with the exception of Anakin, like, uh, Ian McGregor and Natalie Portman won Academy Awards for acting, but you have never have known it in Star Jesus, Wars no. movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know, they, they squashed both of them. Anakin killed the younglings. Oh, God, the whole scene. All right, we derailed big time. Yeah, yeah, we did. <laughs> Stay on topic. <laughs> well, no, we're, we're talking sci-fi. Sci-fi. So we're talking sword fights, although there's not really Hardly. any sword fights and... Blade Runner, but... Androids. He's got a robot hand. Yeah, there we go. Uh, so, so, Jeff, just um, just to kind of balance out the most boring sci-fi, what... Mm-hmm. Just everybody... What would your Star top Wars. three sci-fi movies... So, so we're going to assume that Star Wars counts as one thing. What would okay. the other two be? Well, I'm going to stay away from, like, the super popular ones, and I'm going to say, let's see, Starship Troopers... Okay. Highly entertaining. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. The, origi- the original movie. That's sci-fi. Sci-fi? Yeah, made, they, they were made from ooze. That's sci-fi. It's kind of sci-fi. And they're ninjas. <laughs> oh, that's definitely sci-fi. Well, no, ninjas are magical. <laughs> they are. They are. And they're made from, they're made from ooze. <laughs> I'd, I'd say... Uh, I already mentioned uh, Transformers, the motion picture. You got Dutch. Bam, bam, bam. I'd say Wrath of Khan. Oh, that one's good. It would be up there for me. Uh, Blade Runner, obviously. Which one? The original Wrath of Khan or the new one that just came out? <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Boom. The original. Okay. The Star Trek reboot was pretty in- damn entertaining. Yeah, I'd like, like to do an episode on mm-hmm. Wrath one of these days, but... Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, so just just two off the top of my head. I, I wouldn't really qualify like uh, like a Lord of the Rings. That'd be more fantasy, I guess. Yeah, yeah that's, uh, yeah, that's uh, definitely of a recent recent fair uh, Pacific Rim. Is uh, probably oh hell yeah the best newer thing that I've seen recently. Love me some PR. This question is too hard. I don't know. We mentioned we did Fifth Element already. That would be yeah, in Fifth my Element list. Would be up there. Yeah. Um. Rathicon was a good one. Uh, what was blah, 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 blah. I just had it and I lost it. Um, the Running Man. I was going to say with some of those Arnold movies, Running Man is Predator considered a, a sci-fi movie? Aliens, mm, Aliens, yeah. all those would be in there. Yeah. I mean, there's so many yeah. that are way better than Blade Runner. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't the question, Jeff. <laughs> uh, Critters is also highly entertaining. Terminator, Actually, Terminator Two, Critters Two is better than the first one. I love Critters, too. It's been a long time since I've seen a Critters movie, so I can't comment on that. Gremlins? Star Wars Holiday Special? I guess that's more Chinese (laughs) mysticism. Yeah, I'll add Star Wars Holiday Special, complete with commercials. Happy Life Day. Of people from the GM plant saying how awesome it was to work there. (laughs) Oh, man, that was sad. That was a tough watch. Whew. Uh, but yeah, that's that's all I got. Um, do you guys have anything else you want to talk about? Nope. Blade Runner's cool. All right. Sounds like it's time for Neom News. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. Was, yeah. <laughs> all right. So I got a couple things. Um, Gotham premiered last week or this week, whatever this was. Did you guys watch it? Did nope. not. Stupid work. So I missed it, but luckily I was able to watch it on the Fox Now app on my Xbox. And it's not great. Uh, I'll give it a couple more viewings. How, how is the uh, how is the acting there from the guy that plays Gordon? Gordon was good. 
or he, yeah, he was good. I think he was fine. I think there's a guy who plays the so Bullock? <laughs> is it Bullock that's in there? I have no. Or is idea. it a different character? What about Egghart? <laughs> there's a guy who's like Egghart. That's that Loge guy. I don't know. I don't know. Really, yeah, he's kind of like an Egghart type character. He's terrible. Top men. <laughs> Gordon's okay. The Jada Pekin Smith character is terrible. I don't know if she's a real DC villain. I'm the fish. I've never even heard of that character. See, <laughs> they did bring back uh, Falcone. Is the guy who is the dickhead captain in The Wire? So I don't know if you guys remember that. Like the guy who was always who hated um, uh, Axel. Uh, <laughs> Axel, Jesus Christ! Damn it, Axel makes my dick itch. No, oh, I can't remember the main character's name. Anyway, he was all right. The pink, the guy who played the ping was okay. The worst part about the show it. is <laughs> it's so in your face. Like literally, the guy, the very first, within the first two minutes, Gordon's being introduced to this guy, and somebody, some nerd, comes up and goes, he says something kind of weird. He hands it to him. The guy goes, oh, "I've had enough of your riddles." <laughs> <laughs> That'll be enough, Mr. <laughs> That'll be enough, Mr. Enigma. Like, are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> and then, then I'm going back to my apartment in Gotham City. <laughs> yeah, and then the penguins introduced, and he's holding an umbrella. And uh, you meet pretty much everybody. You meet um, Poison Ivy. She's got red hair, and she's plant. He's, she's touching plants. Uh, cat, uh, it's it's really in your face. Like, Poison I guess Ivy. Made- Talk about bush bump. Whoa! That was She's actually appropriate, uh, Alex. <laughs> Good one. Um, so, uh, without spoiling it, it's it's it probably won't survive. I don't know. I don't have much faith in it. I'll give it a couple more episodes. It's not the television show you deserve. It's the television show you need. No, it's pretty terrible. <laughs> and it was, with, once again, within the first uh, five ten minutes, you see the death of Bruce Wayne's parents. It's like what? Wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> when does this happen? Yeah. It's, it's the same damn thing every single time. It's like, I don't know. I guess that's just you have to tell that story. But, like, seriously, oh, they should just be a thing like, okay, you know what happens here. <laughs> and just move on. And, um, I heard there's an interesting, uh, like, alternate universe comic book where it was Bruce Wayne that got killed and then both of his parents turned into crime fighters. <laughs> Uh, that was a conversation born out of work when they were talking about Gotham, but yeah, that sounded pretty cool, pretty interesting. I will say it was cool to see the kid. Usually, when they show that flashback scene, it's like they show the parents die, and then it maybe flashes back to present day Bruce Wayne or whatever, right? And this one, you get to see the kid kind of just sitting there and, and asking just... James Gordon, "Where's Mama?" <laughs> no, Where's just kind of sitting there, and then if you you know you know that he becomes Batman. Yeah, it's kind of it was. The way they filmed it there, I was kind of got a little bit of chills. Like, oh, dude, that's Batman right there. And like, 15 years, we Batman. So there's there's a couple of brilliant <laughs> moments in the show, but if it's get if it gets its shit together, it can be that good. It could be. I could tell it's filmed on the set. It was pretty. I don't know. I think it'll fail, but hopefully I'm wrong. And then that was the pilot. Maybe they fixed up the issues in the next couple episodes. We'll see. Um, the other thing, Uber listener Jim, guy from work. Uh, he, I have to point out this news. He t- let me know that Adam Sandler is trying to make a real genius TV show. I read that today. Yeah. I was spinning in my own grave. <laughs> so we'll see like, about that. Val well, Kilmer, real so, genius? So yeah. the, when, when I read that today, the, the setting was that it wasn't taking place in college. It was taking place in an, in an office. It was about two workers who were very different from each other. So it sounds like they're just basically borrowing the name <laughs> for for this TV show. Although I guess it was written by the people that did Community and some other show that was good. I forget what it was. But uh, we'll, hmm. we'll see. Hmm. Real Genius, by the way, is an all-time classic. Yes. Yep. Awesome sci-fi movie. <laughs> nope. And he pretty much mocked us because apparently we made a big mistake last week in our episode or two weeks Uh-oh. ago. Uh-oh. <laughs> And the Raiders. You can't get dinosaurs from uh... Dino 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 No, it's the Raiders episode where oh, the Raiders. I think Scott made the comment that 
The guy's what? name is Bell. <laughs> no, <laughs> the guy's name was Belloc, and that's the same thing that Gandalf says to open the door at Moria. Belloc. And apparently, it's it's more uh, melon. And I and actually, <laughs> I actually knew that. I was just going for the stupid joke at the time. Yeah. So apparently, it's like a big. I, I was it. so so so. I yeah. Just <laughs> full disclosure. I knew it was melon or something close to that, but he didn't. I thought it. Was, I thought it was funnier yeah. to go with the stupid joke. I got crap because I did not know the Elvish word for friend at work. <laughs> <laughs> not, Jesus, not, I'm not a nerd. I'm not that big of a nerd. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> not that I've said plenty of other things that were wrong, but I but I actually knew what I was doing that time. How do you say friend in Klingon? Kapla. 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 Oh, trick qu- no, trick question. There is no such word as friend in Klingon. Whoa. Oh. Damn. Nerd. <laughs> and that's my news. <laughs> Stay classy, San Diego. <laughs> a whale's vagina. Scott, let's hear your news. Uh, just a couple of movie tidbits. But first, I I'd wanted to watch the first episode of the second season for Agents of Shield, but I was unable to due to stupid work things. So, uh, hopefully next week I'll have a little bit of review for that. Because I dig the show. Great story! Jeez. Mm-hmm. I'm following you, Scott. I'm about to speak. Like I, re- I realized my intro was a little rough there. <laughs> I'm, I'm not unaware. Uh, anyways, mm-hmm. so just a couple of movie tidbits. It looks like the Deadpool movie is actually going to happen. Yeah, uh, thanks to that it, test. If it's anything like that, then it's going to be cool. Yes. I, but here's here's my suggestion, though. I was talking with some other people about Deadpool. I, I don't think Deadpool is served very well by having the full-on hour and a half or movies these movies recently, two-hour uh, epics here. I think they should... Marvel Studios should, with Deadpool, do what Pixar and Nintendo... Or Nintendo. And Disney used to do with, for their movies with the animated shorts... So imagine, like, with all these, you know, the 50 Marvel properties that are out there now, each of them had a different Deadpool short at the beginning of it. Mm. I don't know. I think, I think that would be an awesome idea. You hear that, so, Hollywood? So, so if, yeah. Marvel, if you're listening, I, I will gladly uh, sell my idea to you. Uh, For a hamburger today. It's a pretty trademark. Uh, hey, but yeah, Marvel, like, if you also do this, don't cast Ryan Reynolds. He's terrible. He was, he was fine as the voice for the... Did yeah. you see Green Lantern? Well, he wasn't the worst thing about Green Lantern. No, he wasn't. So. <sighs> that's not just like whole lot, I know that's just like saying Ben Affleck wasn't the worst thing about Daredevil. Oh, now he's gonna be Batman. Uh, Jennifer Garner was the worst part of that movie. He, he's he's gonna be fine as Batman. Yeah. he's gonna be. Fine I, I think he will. Deadpool. Be too. Uh, oh, you mean Ben Affleck as Batman? Yes. Yeah, Ben Affleck as Batman. Is Matt Damon gonna be Robin? Oh, that'd be sweet. Matt, Matt Damon. Damon. Uh, so there's that. And it looks like there's going to be a Taken 3. Yep. Confirmed. This time, niece. his dog gets kidnapped or something, I'm not sure. <laughs> dog napped. Uh, but, like, but seriously, isn't there been, like, four movies since that, like, kind of seem like they're Taken 3? Yeah, they look like... Yeah, every time I see a trailer with him, like, skulking around with a gun, I'm like, is this going to be another Taken movie? Nope. Yeah. It's Walk Among the Tombstones. <laughs> Walk Among the Tombstones, or whatever that was called. Yeah. So mm-hmm. he's he's getting up there too. He's in his sixties. If if we are all if we're all that uh, fit and athletic in our sixties, I think we're doing well though. Well, he's got a giant wing too. Yeah, well, that's the yeah. source of his power. Keeps it in shape. <laughs> so, bush bump. So yeah, that, that was my couple couple pieces of news, Alex. Right. Alex. I also have a little movie update. A new sci-fi movie is in the works, and it's called. La Valentula. <laughs> it's about these spiders that spit lava that come out of a, a volcano in Santa Monica. But that's not the most interesting part. The most interesting part is that there's like a mini uh, police academy reunion within the movie. Because it's going to... Some of the stars are Steve Gutenberg, Michael okay. Winslow, okay. and Leslie East- Easterbrook. Uh, just the three of them? Yep. What about, Leslie? <laughs> what about Taco Berry? Where's he at? Which one's Leslie Easterbrook? I don't know. Which one is that one, Scott? She she was the sergeant with the 
The huge cans. Oh, okay. Uh, they're hanging down to her knees now? That'll be sweet. Probably. <laughs> uh, no high tower, no... Uh, no high tower, no, no hooks. <laughs> no Captain Harris. <laughs> I know that guy's still around. He's on some shitty show on TNT. Yeah. What, Punky Brewster's dad? No, 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 no. Oh. Uh, Captain Harris. <laughs> Isn't that Captain oh. Harris? No, the guy no that was Commodore. Commodore. Sorry. Sorry. It's coming yeah. on the side. Captain Harris is the... Because that guy's got to be like 108 years old. Yeah. Uh, okay. Who else? Right Mahoney. Oh, Mahoney. <laughs> but what about the the black girl with the really uh, weak voice? Hooks. That's Hooks. That's oh, Hooks? Okay. Yeah. So far they just mentioned that, you know those three in this uh, news article on Topless Robot. but Tackleberry? I think that guy's actually dead. R.I.P. Aw. Is he? Yeah, he's, he's dead. He's be dead. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. But yeah, there's my t- <laughs> awesome news that turned very, rather depressing. <laughs> Thanks, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, good job, Jeff. Ah, I suck. Um, I also downloaded, or oh, sorry, bought uh, Destiny, the video game, and I played about 20 minutes of it, so I can't give a report. Yes. And that's probably about as <laughs> yes. much as I'll play. George McFly, I'm your destiny. You got that on your X-Bone? I'm your My X-Bone one, yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll try it out. I yeah, I don't know why I bought it. I just was... I <laughs> you bought it to buy the game. And I waited, and then I was like, eh, I'll buy it, because I haven't played a game in forever, and then... It's October, so there's more sports news. Dodgers are in the playoffs. Angels are in the playoffs. Ooh, Hockey's about okay. to start. Football's going... I don't care about basketball, but it's starting soon. It's going to be awesome. We're going to freeway series. Yeah. All right. Um, mm-hmm. Alex, what are we going to be talking about next week? Next week, we're going to be talking about Bruce Campbell classic, the movie trilogy that made him like super famous, but just talking about the last movie, The Army of Darkness. Oh, sweet. I love that sweet. movie. Cult classic. The very definition of a cult classic. Yep. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Shop smart. Shop S smart. You got that? Yep. And see. Does it get much better than that? Nope, it doesn't. <laughs> As Colbert would say, best show yet. <laughs> <laughs>